0: Are you an eloquent woman? Are you an elegant young lady? Do you have presence? Do you have great positioning, personally and professionally? I'm Sheena Walker, and today I'm going to be sharing and continuing on my theme of women, based on questions that I've been asked over the last couple of years, asking me why I don't run specific masterclasses for women, why don't I address more women topics. So here I am on my podcast and I'm doing just that. So what I'm going to share with you today is what are five or six things that women with class Just never do. And you may think, well, you've been a bit controversial. That's your opinion, shina. And yes, I'm giving you my view, but I'm also giving you research. I'm giving you what employers say on panels, what employers say when they're doing appraisals or when they're Recruiting for high-powered CEOs. What do they say they look for? So I'm going to share some of that with you. And over the last few years, I think, particularly since COVID, and I hate saying that too, that there's been a definite shift in how people dress and how people are perceived online. And there's many things that if you're a classy lady that you just don't do. Prior to 2020, I was in the business world. I'd been at the university. I'd continued my professional development. I'd spent a decade looking at speaking speaking in the boardroom, looking at speaking in a variety of different settings, looking at how people were portrayed at the highest level of recruitment and high-end recruitment. And I was looking at what was it that set people apart? Was there things that set people apart? What did I observe? And I think that what one of the things I passionately believe in is that you can be remembered for being eloquent and elegant. You can be remembered for how you answered a question online or how you spoke in a group, how you looked in a group. And did you treat people with kindness? Were you understanding all of these things collectively? That just make you stand out. And to share with you before I continue giving you some hints and tips, is that I remember doing a very short presentation on this topic, and what I shared was that I'm a I'm a Disney fan, a great Disney fan, and I remember seeing Beauty and the Beast, and was really taken with Emma Watson, who played beauty. Now what instantly shone out, what was, she just was amazing. She was elegant as she waltzed onto the stage she was eloquent when she spoke. She had the most amazing presence and the most amazing positioning. She had what I called commanding the room. She just came in and commanded the room. Let me ask you, can you relate to Beauty and and the Beast? Can you relate to Emma Watson waltzing on and the impact that she made to the audiences around the world? And so one of the things that I then make a sharp comparison to is she was trying to educate the beast, wasn't she? And he was grumpy. He was pretty ugly, although we were speaking about a a pantomime, a a show, a theatre. He was grumpy, he was pretty ugly. People didn't respect him, they didn't respond to them and there lies my brilliant comparison if i was to ask you in your organization are you a beauty or are you the beast are people in your team beauties or are they beasts because if you have to work with different categories of people, who would you choose to work with? Somebody like beauty, who's got presence and positioning for your company? Eloquent when she opens her mouth to speak or sing? And elegant when she arrives for work? Wow, can you imagine having someone like that in your organisation? In sharp contrast to having someone that acts like the beast who was grumpy when you spoke to them, didn't mix in the team, wasn't approachable. If I was to ask you, what effect would that have on performance in your team and in your business? Of course you would tell me that beauty would be the person that would immediately you'd want to have in your organisation. So... What I'm saying to you is, in your notebook, Beauty and the Beast, who are you? Do you get up every day and you're beauty? It's easy for you to be that person with positioning and being eloquent and elegant. Or do you get up out of bed and you go online and you look a bit grumpy? In fact, I'll use you look a bit sloppy and you try to come across as someone that's okay or kind. Let me tell you something. If you go online like the beast and you go online and you're sloppy, you have just immediately dented your credibility. So I want you to think about don't be online and be part of the sloppy brigade. Be online or when you go to a meeting or networking meeting and think about what your image is portraying. What is it that you want people to think about you? I remember just recently someone asked me, Shina. Do you just slop about? Do you get up and just, when you're at home and you're working? And I went, what? Can't believe somebody's asking me that. And I had one of my boys with me. I've got three boys. had one of my boys with me. And they went, they said, oh, my mum gets up and has a shower, does her hair, and is dressed as if she's going to the office or going out training. That's what I want you to capture. So I would say to you that being elegant and having a great image is a, a bit of a can be a bit of a transformation and a, a bit of a journey. and it won't happen like today or next week. but start to think about your attitude and your behavior. Start to think about what kind of habits that you have before you go online? Do you have that mental preparedness-like beauty, that presence that just commands the room? Don't you just love it when you go to a networking meeting and you see a group of people all listening to someone? That's somebody that's got presence and is commanding the room. So I'd ask you to think about feeling empowered to do things very differently. And I know that perhaps what I'm sharing is applicable to men as women, but because women seem to, and have shared with me, they feel they lack confidence, then when you lack confidence, many of your characteristics and qualities go too, and, and you start not to maybe be so particular about your image or how you speak. What I'm saying to you is never, ever, ever let your image and your elegance and your eloquence change. So that leads me on to getting involved in online, in arguments or causing a little bit of a drama out of a crisis. And I... I can sometimes be guilty of this, is that if I see something online that I know is untrue, in particularly if it's sports-related or performance-related, and I'll share something that was online today, right today. A gentleman who I know said, I can't stand when people say, as a speaker, you shouldn't use notes. And he's saying that's that's a disastrous way to to train people now he's very wrong if you have, if you stand or sit and you've got notes in your hand, you have immediately dented your credibility. I remember reading some time ago, Dale Carnegie saying that if you read from notes or stand behind a podium of flicking pages. You've immediately dented your credibility and you've destroyed the intimacy between you and your audience. You see, when you're with your audience, you want to build that relationship. And I remember last year being at something in London and a lady who teaches as well, teaches speaking, or business of speaking. And she had an envelope in her hand. Is she being critical? It's observations that dent your elegance. And classy women wouldn't do that. They wouldn't stand with an envelope or a piece of paper reading it. If you are doing a training session, however, and you've got lots of information. You perhaps would have six slides or seven slides, and a sentence, and you can elaborate on that. So training's a little bit different, but you wouldn't stand with notes online. That is, that was this mor that was this morning, and I just said, I put a comment up saying that there's, a, I couldn't agree with his statement that. If you teach this, you're denting your your presenter's credibility. They need to learn a framework or a structure where you don't use notes. You see, experts and classy people, they don't use notes. They're experts. And if you're an expert, you're a subject matter expert. And I've talked about that. So I I came off today and I thought... I'm not going to comment in the future. But if you don't comment, it means you accept that poor standard. (coughs) The next thing I want to, excuse me, share with you is, and I gave my sister a row for this one time. And my mum was less than impressed too. That people change their hair colour all the time. And they put unnatural colours in their hair. My sister had a bit of a, a purple streak down the front. Now I think this is very controversial. And I'd be the very first one to say that my sister's usually or is immaculate and goes to work dressed. She's always you know, very tailored and her hair's always done. And she just took it in her head to have a bit of purple hair. And my mum was saying, Sheena, what do you think of that? Well, what I really think of that is that when I study people, when I look at people who are elegant, and I look at people who want to step up in their career, and I look at people who have social and business etiquette, they don't usually have purple or green or blue hair. Having said that, recently, I did a little image of myself that I was able to convert into Barbie and then I described Barbie's characteristics. But that was a fun way to display characteristics. Perhaps that's me saying I've got double standards. What I'm saying is don't dent your credibility don't become accidental by doing all of these things I hope that you're writing you're writing some of these things down that I'm actually sharing with you and the other thing I want to bring up is about when you are online I see people now I'm not talking about if you're On holiday someplace and you're on a beach you're telling somebody you're looking at your well-being that's slightly different but we see people online with little scanty talks we see people online that show way too much body too much body skin and I think it's not just a personal opinion it's professional and you wouldn't go to an interview dressed inappropriately. So I am being controversial, but classy, elegant women wouldn't show too much body parts, too much of their skin. You want to be elegant, but depending on the setting, I guess would be what you would wear. Have I have I made that point quite clear? And some people might not agree with me. But I could imagine if I went online in a wee scanty top, fit for the beach, it wouldn't match your image. Because what, one of the things, and I'll speak about this in the next podcast, is what is your brand image? If I was asking you right now, What is your brand image? What's your identity? What would you want people to say about you? How would you want people to describe you? Let's go back to beauty and the beast. What would you want people to say about you if you were a a beauty? You wouldn't want people saying you were part of the grumpy, sloppy brigade. So please take that on board nicely. One of the things that I've found affects how people view us and our perception of classy people, of elegant people, of leaders, and we're talking about leaders now, is that sometimes when you're out networking or if you're out, you've got people that they're very negative and they moan quite a lot. And I was actually speaking to speak a gentleman fairly recently, well, just before Christmas time. And he's motivationally does speak in, he's great. And he was saying what's difficult is he was speaking about doing research for his programme and research. He said his wife helped him with that. And he said something that I found really strange. He said, She's quite negative. Now, You cannot, without going into details, you cannot be positioned with having presence and elegance, it being eloquent and being a high performer. If the minute you open your mouth, you're negative. And I know that sometimes we can be in organisations or we can be around people who are negative, when I'm out training, when I set the ground rules and guidelines at the beginning, I have one thing that's in my guidelines, is that you're allowed one moan a day in this room or one negative thought and then that's it. And that's a habit that I teach people to use in their organisation or in their professional life. Or if they're stepping up into the boardroom or stepping up, into the corporate world. If you're going to be negative, do it at 8.30 before you go into work. One negative thought a day, and if you do it at 8.30, you're not allowed to have another negative thought until 24 hours later. See, if you teach your staff that, you'll watch the social etiquette changing, the dynamics of the behaviour in the group will change considerably. I think that there's some organisations where negativity and moaning, particularly you don't have to look far when you see on the news how people complain and moan. And it's destructive. You know, if somebody's been at a meeting and then they go to the coffee machine and they relay what's just been discussed although they know they shouldn't, that's gossip. And can I just leave this little bit with you? You can't be professional and a gossip at the same time. You're either one or the other. You can't be a beauty and the beast. You're either one or the other. But what you can do is start to change things and start to be different. And because I've been asked, I've now set up a course called Empower Her with Etiquette. And I'm actually going to take people through and expand on what I've just shared with you so that we can get actionable results I remember my dad sharing with me that Sheena meant grace. It was another name for Sheena, which I didn't know that till I was much older. When you're an elegant person, when you're looking to step up in the career world, have a different lifestyle and elevate what you do every day, It's time to speak with grace. It's time to carry yourself with grace. Straighten your posture. Stand up straight. And always look really elegant when you go out. I hope that you found that what I've shared today about being elegant, eloquent, having presence and positioning yourself. I hope you found that really, really helpful. And from today, you might want to look at, am I elegant? Could I step up in my appearance? Could I step up in how I speak? Could I step up in how I have conversations with people? Is my behaviour Lacking a little bit. Could I change how I speak to my team? You see, if you start on that journey and do things differently, you will find that immediately you become the go-to person. And I think what you want to become is the CEO of your own life and help other people to do that. To remember, first be the best and then be first, and lead the field in your industry.